I'm telling you, God's, God's word brings life, doesn't it? Doesn't it? How many of you can use some uplifting this morning? You're in the right place. You're in the right place. That's exactly what's going to be brought forth this morning. Turn with me to the book of Matthew, chapter 13. Matthew, chapter 13. We are going to begin reading in verse 3. Matthew 13, 3, it reads like this. And Matthew writes in verse 3, he says, Jesus told many stories in the form of parables, such as this one. Jesus says, listen, a farmer went out to plant some seeds. As he scattered them across his field, some seeds fell on a footpath. And the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seeds sprouted uh, quickly because the soil was shallow. But the plants soon wilted under the hot sun. And since they didn't have deep roots, they died. Other seeds, Jesus says, fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil. And they produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even a hundred times as much as had been planted. He says, anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. As we pray this morning, Heavenly Father, We thank you, Lord, once again for this time that you have established, this beautiful day that you have made. Lord, we thank you, Father God, for we are in the best place to be, Lord, in your house to receive your word. Lord, we thank you, Father God, for your love, your forgiveness, your transformation, that power that has taken place in our lives. And Lord, we thank you for the inheritance that we have in you that cannot be taken away. We thank you, Lord, for what you have started, you will complete. Father, help us to be attentive this morning to your word. Lord, we pray this in Jesus' name. The church says, amen and amen. I titled this message, Are You Listening? I want you to bump your neighbor and tell him, I know you can hear me. But are you listening? All right? I'm going to need your help throughout the sermon, too, to make sure that you bump your neighbor every so often and ask them, are you listening? All right? That's going to be your job. I'm counting on you. (laughs) That's right. Teamwork makes the dream work, right? I understand that we must be doers as well. The Bible says not only be hearers, but doers. Believe me, I understand that, and it's, it's going to have its place in this morning's sermon as well. But today we're going to focus on listening. Listening and the importance that God places on this task. Because how many know that we have a choice, amen? God is not going to force you to do anything. He's given you a choice. And today, you have the choice to listen or to say, you know what? 
I'm just not feeling it this morning. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, a little tired. I only had, you know, four hours of sleep. And, um, you know, I already heard one yawn right now. <laughs> and I don't know if I really want to listen right now. I don't, I'm just, I'm just, I just don't feel it. If you came through these double doors this morning into the church and you came carrying some baggage, this is the perfect place for you to bring it. It's the perfect place. If you came stressed out, you walked through the right doors. If, if, if something is, is consuming your mind, then you come to the right place this morning. If, if, if you feel like you're just weak, and, and you, can't, you, can, you don't know how you're going to face this coming, this coming week, the other kind of week, then you're in the right place this morning. Amen? Because God is going to give you exactly what you need. There may be things that you want, but God knows what you need. And that's what's key. That's what's key in our life because sometimes we can get, we can get uh, uh, I'm going to use this big word here, discombobulated. How about that one? And you're like, oh, what is going on here? You know, I asked for this, and I got this instead. And God says, and God says no, I didn't make a mistake. I gave you what you need. Because you wanted this over here, but I knew that this wasn't going to be the best thing for you. And I want the best thing for you, amen, God says. So I'm going to give you what I know you need. And you better be sure that it's going to be the best thing for you and I. I recently heard a story about a call that a 911 dispatcher received one day. <clears throat> it was a, on the other line was a lady ordering pizza. Well, she wasn't really ordering pizza. She was calling to report a domestic violence situation taking place in her very home. You see, and she had to disguise, use code in regards to getting her point across because the guy who was beating her mom was in the house at that time. So the 911 dispatcher understood what was going on when he, when he asked her, wait, you called 911 to order a pizza? This is the wrong number. And then she said, no, 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 you don't understand. And then that's when he got it. That's when he understood, hey, there's a situation going on here. She's, she's not calling. She's not really calling to buy pizza. She's got a situation taking place at home that needs some attention. And he understood it just by the tone in her voice. And he was able to dispatch police units to the home, and they were able to arrest the suspect. Later, they interviewed the dispatcher, and he said this. He said, we are trained to listen. We are trained to listen. How many, how many of you can honestly say that you've been trained to listen? <laughs> how many of you are like me and, and can say, I need help in this area of listening? <laughs> I'm sure she was so appreciative 
of him being able to crack the code that, that she had to use because she didn't want to be heard and found out and something worse would even happen. I'm sure she was so thankful that he was listening, not just to her words, but how she was saying it. And church, let me tell you, you serve a God who listens. You serve a God who listens. You speak and he listens. Why? Because you're his child. What parent wouldn't listen if their child was in need? And God says, I hear your, I hear your voice. I hear what's going on, and I'm here to help you. Turn to your neighbor and tell him, you need to train yourself to listen. Jesus says, anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. See, what Jesus was saying is that it is every individual's duty to pay attention to what was spoken. Number one is listening requires attention. You know, when someone says, can I have your attention, please? Right, I got your attention, didn't I? If you were asleep, you woke up. I know you did. I got your attention that easily. And if I point at someone or if I call someone out by name, even more so do I have their attention. And God says he has called you by name. Amen. He calls you by name. He says, yet many times I don't even have your attention. Yet you're still looking around like, like, like who called me? Who was that? See, the fact that God gave us two ears and one mouth, I would say indicates the importance of listening. I don't know if that was his purpose in doing so, but it makes sense. I think, I think God wants us to, to speak less and listen more, amen? Yes. So maybe, maybe you can ask that question when you get to heaven, you know, ask God, God, why'd you give me two ears and one mouth? Maybe it'll be that answer. I don't know. But I believe God places a high importance on listening. Yes, there is a time to, to, to speak, and there is that time, but God says that you learn so much by listening. He says you, he says you gain knowledge. You know, as parents, we try to teach our kids this valuable lesson, Right? We look at them and we say, you need to listen, don't you? And I'm sure at the time that you're saying that, they're looking everywhere else but at you, right? They're, they're, you know, their eyes are wandering as if, as if, you know, as if for some crazy reason uh, uh, you were talking to someone else. You need to listen. The dictionary defines listening as to hear something with thoughtful attention. See, attention must be given. You ever talk to someone and they're just looking everywhere? It's like, man, do I even have your attention? Are you listening to what I'm saying? 
God requires that from us. Listening also requires action. There's going to be a test, not in this sermon. <laughs> There's going to be a test in the area of listening in your life. And that test is very basic when it comes to the action part of it. See, because the action is going to, or the lack of action, is going to determine if you are listening or not. You know, I remember taking tests, you know, for, for places of employment, you know, and, and it was, you know, the, the tests, you know, were, had, you know, they may, may have been difficult, but the easiest part was writing your name down, Right? And I promise you, there were guys that would put their name in the wrong spot. You know, you'd have to bubble in, your, you know, your stuff. And they would put their name in the bubbles. And I was like, what are you doing? You weren't listening. Pay attention. So it doesn't just happen or it doesn't just, uh, uh, yeah, take place when you are a little kid or a certain age. But even when you're an adult. It doesn't matter how young or old you are, this area of listening uh, is key for all of us. It requires action. And that's that part where, where the Bible says that we need to not only be hearers, but doers. Why? Because listening, listening requires action to be involved with it. To hear something is just to hear something. But to listen means that there has to be action following. They go hand in hand. Jesus says in Matthew 13, verse 12, he says, to those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given. How many of you seek understanding? Amen. Well, there you go. To those who listen to my teaching, Jesus says, you will receive that understanding. He says, and they will have an abundance of knowledge. For those who are not listening, even what little understanding they may have will be taken away from them. Jesus says very clearly there, you listen, you gain understanding. You don't listen, that understanding is going to be, that even that little understanding that you may have is going to be removed from you. See, I believe it's in those areas that, of listening where if we do what God has called us to do, even through the, the mouth of our leaders, God uses your leaders, amen, to give you direction. Amen? Yes? Do you really believe that? Good. Good. God has placed those leaders over your life for a reason. He's placed them there to give you direction. They're accountable. They're accountable for the lives that they are overseeing. Many people may look at leaders and think that's an easy job. <laughs> it's not as easy as you may think. There's a lot of accountability there. 
But you listen to their direction, and God says, as you listen to the individual who I have placed over your life to even protect you, that you will gain understanding. That if you just do what you're told, and many times if we just shut our mouths, right? If we just shut our mouths and do what we're told, we're going to gain understanding. I know in every area of my life where God has spoken to me to call me to do something and I've done it, it has made sense. Where God has spoken through my leader, through my pastor, to give me direction, it has made sense. Even in those times where, where, where and I'm just being honest with you, where I, just, where, where I may have thought in my mind, well, that's maybe not the best way to do it. It always made sense. It always made sense. And this is what God does. He gives us understanding if we would just be obedient. See, listening brings understanding. What Jesus was saying was that those who listen will get more. You'll receive more understanding, more knowledge. Solomon writes this in Proverbs 19.20. He says, get all the advice and instruction you can. So you will be wise the rest of your life. How many of you want wisdom this morning? All right. That's a little more than, this, than the previous service. He says, get all the advice and instruction that you can. Learn as much as you possibly can. He says, and you will be wise the rest of your life. But if you think you know it all, and if you're that person who has closed yourself to every kind of instruction, then you're doomed for failure. He's, Solomon says, so be wise. Be wise and listen. Hit your neighbor and tell him, are you listening? Good. I read this quote. Uh, it's a formula for handling people. You want to know how to handle people properly? Here you go. Number one, listen to the other person's story. Number two, listen to the other person's full story. And number three, listen to the other person's full story first. I mean, all those times where we're just, you know, in a conversation and we're just, all we want to do is get our point across. Don't we sometimes? We went to a, you know, we, we uh, pointed out this person and, you know, you said hi to them, but your real intent on saying good morning was you wanted to, you wanted to give your opinion to them that morning. You wanted to tell someone what was on your mind and what they did wrong and, and, and all these things and what they need to correct in their life. That was your intent. You want to give your two cents. Many times, many times we can be like that. We can be like that and, and you know, we, we're, we're not really seeking a, 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 a real conversation, but we're more like what Solomon says in Proverbs 18 too. 
He says, fools have no interest in understanding. They only want to air their own opinions. <laughs> Isn't that true? And if we're honest with ourselves, we're all guilty of it. Each and every one of us. Matthew 13, verse 10. It says, his disciples came and asked him, they asked Jesus, why do you use parables when you talk to the people? He replied like this, and he says, you are permitted to understand the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but others are not. What did Jesus mean by secrets of the kingdom? Other translations Use the word mysteries. The mysteries of the kingdom. What did Jesus mean by this? Was it perhaps that it was something that was incomprehensible? That someone, someone was, was maybe, um, it was impossible for someone to even understand? Or let's take it even to a lesser extent. Was it even something that was difficult to understand? See, what was taking place here, when Jesus says that I am revealing the secrets of the kingdom, I am revealing the mysteries of the kingdom, he says, Jesus was saying that before, before now, this wasn't, this wasn't spoke of, but now I am speaking of this to you right now. I am revealing these secrets of the kingdom. What heaven is like. I am revealing to you what needs to take place for you to make it to heaven. I'm revealing these, these, these nuggets for you. He says, but they're not incomprehensible. He said, you are permitted. He says to these that were there, you are permitted to hear. As he tells the disciples, what do you mean you are permitted? Are others not permitted? Does that mean that the disciples are a special group and others are, are, you know, have no chance of even understanding? That's not what Jesus was saying. He says you are permitted to hear. Why? Because you are willing to hear. It's not a matter of Jesus just speaking to a certain demographic or a certain group and saying everyone else can't have what you guys have. No, Jesus was saying this is for everyone, but you just got to be a listener. You got to listen. If you're not listening, guess what? You can't have it. Is that mean? No, the choice is yours. The choice is yours. You can't say God is mean. Why? Because you had a decision to make, and you made that decision. The unbelievers, they've made a decision, sadly. And we pray that their hearts are softened, and that they would come to realize the truth, that yes, every knee will bow. Every knee will bow. And you hope that they don't realize that when it's too late. 
But Jesus says, you're permitted to receive because you have given me your attention. You've given me your attention. Mysteries, secrets. I think what Jesus was going after is uh, uh, concealed. You think of concealed. You know, I think of, you know, a, a, a concealed weapon. It's there, but no one is supposed to see it. No one's supposed to see that. It's supposed to be concealed. Not in plain sight. And that's what Jesus was saying is that it's just, it's just concealed. That's what it is. It's there, but because your heart is hard, because you have closed your ears and closed your eyes, you're unable to receive. And Jesus says, so you know what you need to do. Matthew 13, verse 13. says, for they look, but they don't really see. They hear, but they don't really listen or understand. He says, this fulfills the prophecy of Isaiah that says, when you hear what I say, you will not understand. When you see what I do, you will not comprehend. For the hearts of these people are hardened, and their ears cannot hear, and, and they have closed their eyes, so their eyes cannot see. And their ears cannot hear, and their hearts cannot understand. And they cannot turn to me and let me heal them. See, God wants to bring healing into your life. Do you believe that? He wants to heal you. Of all those, of all those things that, that, that cause you to not believe or to doubt, God wants to heal you of those things. He wants to remove those, those you know, someone said mind blocks. I don't know if that's the right, you know, right word for that, but the things that, that try to stump you. He wants to remove those things so that you can believe and that you can see that God is who he says he is. And he's going to bring understanding and he's going to bring knowledge into your life if we would just give him our attention. We also need to be careful what, you, what we listen to. Be careful what you allow into your ears. I read this story. It says uh, two psychiatrists met at their 20th college reunion. One was vibrant while the other looked withered and worried. The older looking psychiatrist asked the younger looking, so what's your secret? He says, because listening to other people's problems every day, all day long has made an old man of me. The younger-looking one then said, Who listens? <laughs> we need to be careful 
what we're listening to. Why? Because it can affect your life. There's many times where people just want to, people just want to, it seems like, you know, just word vomit all over you. Right? You just got to walk away. You just got to walk away. You know, there's, there, there's times when you find yourself, you know, maybe, maybe it's in your workplace and, and there's, there's, there's individuals who are having, you know, conversations that are, that are not conducive to a healthy spiritual life. Amen? You know what that is. And there's times where you just need to walk away. You need to walk away. Well, then, you know, maybe you think, well, you know, what are they going to think of me? Don't worry what they think about you. Worry about what God thinks about you. You don't need that in your life. You don't need that garbage in your mind. You have enough things that you're going through in your life, amen? There's a real battle taking place between the, between the spiritual forces that's taking place in your life. Why? Because you are choosing to follow Christ, and so you don't need this extra uh, garbage, amen, in your life. If you can't remove yourself, you need to turn whatever it is off if you have that capability. Turn it off. If it's on the TV and you know it's, you know it's not conducive, once again, to a healthy spiritual life, then turn it off. You also need to know the Word of God. Know God's Word. It's going to guard your life. It's going to help you to know between right and wrong, between good and evil. Mark writes of what Jesus says in Mark 4.24, and he says, Pay close attention to what you hear. Pay close attention to what you hear. I like what the message translation says. For this verse, Mark 4, 24, it says, Listen carefully to what I am saying, and be wary of the shrewd advice that tells you how to get ahead in the world on your own. I'm going to know that's a lie of the enemy right there. The enemy is going to try to convince you and say, you're all right on your own. You don't need anyone's help, especially God. You don't need God's help. You're doing fine all by yourself. Look at what you've gotten yourself. And the enemy will try to paint this picture like everything you have was because of you. Like everything you are was because of your own abilities and your own talents. And he is going to try to take away from God what is his and try to bring the attention on yourself and what you've done and how great you are. Yes, you're great, but only because of God. Only because of God, amen? Anything you may do is only because of God. I do what I do only because of God, and I know that. I know that. I know who I am on my own. I believed that lie before, and I'm not going to believe it again. Because I know who I am on my own. So the enemy is going to try to draw us away 
and saying, it's all because of you. You did it. Pat yourself on the back. I believe that's why God didn't give us long enough arms to do that, right? Like, <laughs> on purpose. Paul tells Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2, I'm sorry, chapter 4, verse 2. 2 Timothy 4, verse 2. He tells Timothy this, and he says, Preach the word of God. Preach the word of God, Timothy. He says, For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. Isn't that the world that we're living in today? Isn't it? Pastor Richard spoke a message on, on the cancel culture. How if, they, how if they don't like what you say, they're going to remove you. If it is, if it is, uh, if it is in any way offensive to their, to their way of living, then they don't want to hear anything about it, and they're going to get you removed. But the Word of God is offensive. You see, it's offensive to sinners. The Bible says that we are sinners, saved by grace. But every day, every day we have to make a conscience decision, right, to follow Christ. You don't, you don't make a decision to follow Christ and say, all right, now I'm perfect. Let's go find all those who are not perfect. No. You know that every day is hard work. Every day you have to decide, am I going to follow Christ? Am I going to do what he has called me to do? And so the word of God is offensive. People are going to be offended if they are not living according to the word of God. But it's the love. It's the love that God wants to show through his word to bring them to a place where they don't have to experience hurt. Because God says the way you're living, you're living, you're living a life full of hurt. And I don't want to see you living a life of hurt. And then some people say, well, you know, no, I'm not. I'm living, a, I'm living a life that makes me happy. No, you think you're happy, but you're not really happy. That's not real joy. See, we could, we could paint these pictures in our own lives and, and try, to, and try to, to, to make excuses for the things that we do. But how many know when you match your life against God's word, there is no excuses. There is no excuses, amen? But God loves us. He loves us. Enough to draw us back. Rooted. Are you listening? God wants us to be rooted. God's word must take root in our lives. How do you know when God's word takes place or takes, uh, is rooted, uh, takes place in your life? You will see the fruit. When God's word is rooted in your life, you will see fruit. There's evidence. Matthew 13, verse 18, Jesus says this. He says, now listen to the explanation of the parable about the farming planting seeds. Jesus is now going to reveal the secrets of the parable. 
He says, the seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it. Then the evil one comes and snatches away the seed that was planted in their hearts. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. The seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's word. But all too quickly, the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the lure of wealth. So no fruit is produced. The seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear and understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as had been planted. As the worship team comes forward this morning, Jesus says the key here is listening. This is the key. He says it's not really a secret. It's not really a mystery. It's not incomprehensible. It's not even difficult to understand. Jesus says all you got to do is listen. He says, he with ears, let him hear. I look around, I see ears on everyone this morning. Everyone's got them. Looks like everyone has two of them too. God says, I've given you ears, and therefore listening. It isn't just a tunnel that just, you know, one, you know, one way in and one way out, and that's it. He says, no. It's for hearing my voice. But then also, you must filter through. You must filter those things that do not belong. You must filter those things that are not the truth, that is not of me and not from me. Matthew 13, 16 says, But blessed are your eyes because they see, and your ears because they hear. He says, I tell you the truth. Many prophets and righteous people longed to see what you see, but they didn't see it. And they longed to hear what you hear, but they didn't hear it. Paul writes this in Colossians 2, verse 7. He says, let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. How many of you this morning are thankful? How many of you are truly, truly thankful? Amen. Give God praise this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Father, you are worthy to be praised. As every head is bowed, every eye closed.